1: Hello there and welcome back to Rebel Cells, the Star Wars Animation Podcast for the Bad Batch Season 2 episode Faster. I am, of course, your host, Michael Cohen. And with me this week, uh, see, we did a, we did a, we did a swap. It's a switcheroo. No altitudinous Kyle Avery this week. But we do have back the illustrious Joe Hogan. Hey. So, uh, yeah, Kyle's like. I don't know. He's like busy in Disneyland at galaxy's edge, like having a birthday thing or something. I don't know
0: taller than everyone else there
1: Hon- Honestly, Ridiculous. I'm really, I'm really pissed off because it's like, it's him and uh, Tim Jirassi is with him uh, from the saga continues. And, uh, and, and Jason Hunt from the Wampas layer. Uh, and of course, Kyle's Kyle's wife is, is with them as well. But I like, that sounds like a lot of fun. That sounds like a lot of fun, but but Joe, you I and I think, we're not invited.
0: I think I mean, our invitations got lost in the mail.
1: You think so? Probably. Uh, I yeah. I uh, so while Kyle's off doing that, I guess we'll just have to talk about the best episode of Bad Batch ever. <laughs> Obviously, I I don't know if I would necessarily call it that, but hey, <laughs> you did. Uh, I, I I guess I did. You did. I, I heard it. it it was like I, this is hilarious because like every i guess everybody on the internet i don't know cuz i've like unfollowed blocked or muted a lot of the people that that cause grief uh in the star wars community these days so um so i cool people only on on twitter for me i i but um i i guess the discourse is that this was a filler episode mm. And I, uh, I, here's the thing, solitary clone, not, not my cup of tea, just really not like f- fine episode. Like I, I get why everybody else liked it. The reasons why everybody else liked it are the reasons why I found it to be quite boring. Um, this episode, however, straight down my alley, like right. Down- <laughs> hey, uh, is Ben Schwartz, a blue character in this then I'll it's already one of my favorite things ever. I, <laughs> uh, uh, Teo is, a, is a, is a wonderful addition and then immediate subtraction from the star Wars lore. Um, poor guy. I, uh, and, uh, yeah, I mean like there's, there's a lot, there's, there is actually surprisingly more in this episode than I think people give a credit for. And most importantly, uh, you guys, this is a tech episode. Like mm. people are like, "Well, oh, it's a filler." No, this is the most tech centric, I uh, like character development sort of episode that we've gotten with him. I um, wanted it all
0: season one, and I finally yeah. got it. I'm yeah. so happy we got a little bit. We got a little
1: something. And I and I really hope that that this is um sort of foreshadowing what's to come over the course of this season and that like each of them just like get their episodes right because so much of season one was just hunter and omega and hunter and omega and here's crosshair Mm -hmm. and hunter and omega right and it's like tech wrecker and echo were just background dressing for the most part they were they were there for plot devices and tech and echo were uh, i may as well just call them techo because they're basically the same character but to have what I thought was a brilliant decision, just get Hunter and Echo out of the episode. We don't need them. <laughs> because because for this plot, they would literally only get in the way, right? Like, like think of all of the points where Omega makes the decision and gets them deeper and deeper in where Hunter would have resolved that somehow, right? Like he just, or Echo would have been like, well, if we do this, right? Like in order for tech to really shine, I think that, that those characters needed to, to just really easily be removed from the plot by saying, Hey, they're on a mission. Um, I also just like the, the versatility of that, of like, sometimes it's not the whole bad batch. Sometimes these two are going to go off on their own and do their own thing. And it's like, Perfect fodder for a comic book at some point let's get that mission at some point mm, right like go. it just um i th- i actually this is gonna, this is gonna sound so silly the way that I'm phrasing this but it but it's the best way to say it I just think it was a really brave choice to break the formula and split up the group that is so antithetical to a, an ensemble show of this nature um that it it's a yeah, I, just, I it I think it was a genius move. I think it was probably the smartest thing that they've done uh since like the beginning of the series is like, oh hey, let's like, we really need one of these characters to stand out. Let's remove the two characters that will be blockers to his personal development, right? And um and it's not that like Hunter and Echo want to get in tech's way. I just think that like Hunter being the leader that's just, it's literally his job to make sure that everybody's not doing stupid stuff like letting, I, I, oh my God, Sid, uh, I almost forgot her name. Who? I like letting Sid get this deep into hot water all, with these guys along for the ride, right? Like it's I, uh, uh, yeah. Like the whole episode, Just it would have been a, it would have been a five minute episode if Hunter were there. Cause he just would have been like, we're not doing this. <laughs> and, and you like Sid wouldn't necessarily argue with Hunter the way that she just tells tech Wrecker and Omega, no, you're coming with me. Let's go. So, I, uh, yeah, I, I, I just thought that it was a brilliant setup. It's a really fun concept. I heard a lot of people complaining about why not just pod racing. It's like, because, because pod racing is a different thing and we needed we needed echo or sorry tech to be able to sorry yeah it's exactly the point right they're just <laughs> interchangeable we needed tech to be able to do it right like it needed to be something that one of the clones could achieve and it's very well established that pod racing a lot faster a lot more dangerous it requires faster reflexes than humans have unless you're a jedi so <laughs> there's only Um, one human who can do it exactly exactly (laughs) and we can't that is that's a that's a ret that cannot be conned um so (laughs) uh, no going back yeah no uh as much like like hey here's the deal do i want to see pod racing Uh, of course i do (laughs) always like anytime anybody's like pod racing i'm like yes please right like episode one racer one of the best video games of all time I, uh, that might be hyperbole, but, but um, I,
0: I would love to see those pod racers again, though. Like, those pilots, like, just the characters, he, yeah. Even, even if like one of them was in this episode because he, like, what if, like, imagine if Sebulba was in this episode, like, he's a disgraced pod racer now and he had to downgrade to whatever this was. What was it?
1: Like, yeah, I, can't, I can't remember what it's called. Whatever racing, wrecker racing, or whatever yeah. the hell they were called. But, it. I I think like like for me like I watch it not not to get too far ahead of ourselves I'm not that we're gonna do a recap or anything anyways but going all the way to the end of the episode and the way that that Tech wins is by yeah. ditching the weapon systems right mm-hmm. and that was there's there's a couple things going on here I uh, it's to show that Tech is different from the other clones I think that that's important is to like. Like, like different from the other Bad Batch characters, weapons are not his first resort. Right there to him, it's like we have weapons because we need them, but we shouldn't use them just because we have them. Right, um, and so he ditches the weapons in order to go faster. <laughs> and it's like they, I thought that that was a really clever way of doing that. There's also like a symbolic aspect there, and I'm 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 riffing off of something that. Um, Marie Claire said on, on what the force and, um, Oh shoot. I'm blanking on the name of her, her guest host from this last episode. I'll look it up in, uh, as I'm talking, but, um, I, I, they were saying that there's actually like a really important sort of, um, like a, a, a thematic thing here of like, if you notice bad batch doesn't, um, like they, they don't kill anymore. Remember, like, in season one, how we had a real issue with, like, why are you guys just murdering the other clones, right? And they do,
0: though, because, like, I started to feel the same way. Like, man, Wrecker had a separatist cannon. He was blowing yeah. up clones. Like, they do kill sometimes. They try to stun, but when they, they don't do. kill, Yeah, they don't.
1: There's a, But there's a conscious decision to do as little damage as they can, right? right? That's fair. So... And this is and and I think and I think the thing is, is that it's not like a binary right like it's 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 not absolutes like they're on the path towards that, and I think one of the reasons why is because we're working towards a clone trooper liberation storyline, right right, so we have to get them to the point of them like having to confront the reality of like, oh, we're shooting our brothers right um and so we we see that start starting to transition already. And then, and then on top of it, this episode for, for tech to be like, I'm going to abandon weapons because that's not going to like, like there, like the path to peace isn't blowing stuff up. Right. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Cause it's actually quite antithetical to the, the story in Andor, which is very much, you know, the, <laughs> the, we've been asleep. Right. And like, right. we got to wake up, fight, fight the empire sort of thing, which which I think is also valid. I think that both both things are valid, but we're coming at, at it from different perspectives, right? And the perspective with the clones, I think it's important that we start from a place of these, these men were bred to kill. That's their purpose, right? Mm. They're um, organic battle droids. And last week in Solitary Clone having the battle droids come back, but this time kind of being the good guys, right? Cause they're fighting the empire, even though we're on Cody and, and uh, uh, a sharp, uh, sharp, sharp, sharpshooter crosshairs team, sharpshooter, <laughs> sharpshooter. I'm just going to start calling them the wrong names. Uh, sharp whacker and whacker. Yeah.
0: Catcher. <laughs> uh, yeah. <Mech>. Rambo. <laughs> yeah.
1: Rambo. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> Roboclone uh but i i even though we're we're sort of from their perspective it was very clear like oh the 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 battle droids are actually the good guys now the separatists were right Mm. um i but like like we've got we have this whole aspect of of the of the idea that the clones are all just programmed and bred to kill and die that's 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 their whole purpose right and I, uh, i i think i i think i think like having the bad batch being that they are separate from the rest of the clones like by just by nature they're separate from having them sort of exemplify this idea of of the clones becoming uh, i i like nonviolent to a certain degree. Right. And it actually like, like where we find Rex, Wolf and Gregor in star Wars rebels is sort of the end point of that. Right. Is that like, we see that, that, you know, like they, they, there's still a war going on and it's not mm. like they're unaware of the war going on, but like they left that. Right. Yeah. Um, And it's only, it's only once those heroes show up that they managed to pull Rex back into it. But um, not without considerable effort, right? So, I think, uh, what like what Bad Batch is going to do is fill in the gap between Rex in the end of Clone Wars and where we saw him last season, and getting him to to the the Captain Rex that we saw uh, in in Star Wars Rebels, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that that's sort of that'll be representative of sort of all of the clones, but. I don't know. I there's just these little things that they're doing thematically of of having it be that like fighting isn't always going to be the best way out of the situation. Which they had a lot of that last season as well. Um, I like I think about the the rancor episode right where it was like actually actually showing that rancor compassion and the one-two punch of that because that came and then and then sort of the next year we got book of boba fett and right, discovered yeah. that rancors are actually very uh like like uh loyal obedient animals puppies. Right? yeah puppies. um it's like all of a sudden we we <laughs> i mean like it makes return of the jedi all that much more bittersweet when luke just straight up murks Job uh, jobless rancor right <laughs> because it's like actually it's actually that that rancor like and, and well i can't remember the character's name what's the character's name the guy that cries the rancor keeper oh
0: malakili or something yeah
1: Malachili. when he cries it's even more now that it like that really hits me now when i watch return of the jedi because yeah. because we have the that episode of bad batch and then and then the storyline in book of boba fett right so um which is really funny. It's 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 especially funny because it's like I I what is it? Courtship of Princess Leia introduces the the Rancors on Dathomir with the Night Sisters mm. and then uh the Force Unleashed games like like push that even further. So it's it's not like we haven't had Rancor content before, but all of a sudden, you know, the disneyfication of Star Wars, uh, <laughs> um now Rancors are are uh, our sweet giant uh dinosaur puppies and uh i don't know i i think that that's for the better personally i prefer I think it honestly I think like that's much more interesting than them just being video yeah. game films it's, that you have uh, to defeat right It's another monster in star wars okay it's fine yeah. and and interesting also that they were completely omitted from dathomir in uh,
0: in mm, fallen
1: order right we saw we saw other creatures that were similar to rancors and clone wars on, right on, like there weren't any dathomir. rancors in clone wars on dathomir right i don't know we never saw we never i think yeah. the first time that we saw a rancor in that style was on bad batch so yeah okay.
0: Well, I remember the movie was going to have a rancor on Teth, but they deleted all that because, like, mm-hmm. Ventress and Anakin, I think, were fighting on top of a rancor or something ridiculous. Um, so because that's I'm pretty sure that's in the like art of season one that that like art book that they did for that yeah, one yeah. season. I wish they meant, man, I wish they meant oh for every season. It, um,
1: it it kills me. It kills
0: me. I love that book. I love that book.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't what so how did you feel about this episode, Joe?
0: Well, within 24 hours, uh, I received my Haslab Proton Pack, and then Ernie Hudson is a Star Wars character <laughs> with in less than a day from yeah, so I was like on Cloud Nine just to hear yeah. Winston be
1: a a bad guy. Um I went through the whole episode going like, who is that? I who thought- is that? I know that voice. I exactly and then and then afterwards i looked it up and was like i felt i was upset with myself like i was really <laughs> mad at myself i was like what are you doing like what's wrong with you that you can't at- you can't hear a ghostbusters voice it's at it, first it, it's
0: i thought so it was tc carson but then mm-hmm. like i kept like trying to hear it. i was like no it's not it's not him and then like the thought occurred to me is like. Man, this is what Winston would sound like if he was a bad guy. And then like yeah. I forgot about it and I was still trying to hear who it was. And then I did the exact same thing. I looked it up and I was like, no way. It's freaking Ernie Hudson is so cool. He was yeah. great. He did so well. Like it was oh, it was fantastic. cool to have Ernie Hudson in store, It was amazing. Anytime Ernie Hudson gets a steady paycheck, I will believe <laughs> anything they say. I was very happy about this. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, episode was cool. I yo just I don't know what it is with people, man. Just like having a problem with just having a fun episode, just because it's not there, there's not eighty seven cameos and the story isn't moved in a direction that's so dramatically different yeah. than when the episode started twenty two <laughs> minutes earlier. That doesn't make it filler. Like you're you yeah. you can still be adding good character moments that are gonna you know either echo haha echo that are either gonna echo later or, or be set up for later, or even if they're just gonna be a little step in who that character is gonna be later on. Yeah. Um also yeah. it's nice to just have a non I mean there were some stakes, but like, come on, we all knew tech wasn't gonna die. But yeah. like it's sometimes it's fun to just have a little spin-off episode. It doesn't make it like useless filler. Totally.
1: Well and I think I like the the term filler, it's this is like it's like the term Mary Sue, right? Like, like these terms, they, they get coined and then they become popular and then they, they go outside of the community that created the term and, and they're, they're adopted by the the wider audience and then bastardized. Right. Yeah. <clears> throat> and, throat> and that's exactly what's happened with the term filler because yeah a filler episode or a filler arc is a very specific thing. And it's actually in direct reference to anime and very specifically shown in anime. Right. Mm. Because it like, it originally comes from, I think it's originally from Dragon Ball, uh, from Dragon Ball Z. Right. Because they got to a point where, Akira Toriyama is like actively writing the Dragon Ball Z comic. I mean, like he's, I think that Dragon Ball, the, the series, like the animated series for Dragon Ball started like right before, or just as he was doing Dragon Ball Z. Right. Mm-hmm. And eventually like the, because it takes so long week to week uh, with the, with the, the Shonen manga to, to even just to release it um and you can cover basically like three chapters three or four chapters of the manga in one episode sometimes and and as much as there's there's a lot of like (laughs) there's a lot of goku running down snake way in season one of dragon ball Z. as much as there is of that there it actually like caught up to him way quicker than I think like he, he was comfortable with. So at a certain point they started writing additional arcs in between other stories, um, like in between the, the manga in order to fill it out. And I think that like the first one is the, um, the garlic junior arc, right. That, that comes mm, between. Yeah. I, I, I think it's, it's between them returning from Namek and Goku getting back right? Because in in the manga that happened, like, they get back and then it's like a couple of chapters later, Goku return, like, Trunks shows up and Goku returns. But in in the anime, there's, like, basically a whole season that is that has no story. It's really bad. Like, like, (laughs) the Garlic Junior stuff is awful. It's actually, like, a a reference back to a movie, I think. Yeah, the first movie. The first, Uh, yeah. Dead Zone, yeah. Um, and so like it's all it's this stuff where like this character comes in it doesn't make any sense it breaks the chronology of everything cuz the Dragon Ball movies all like break right. the chronology of the of the manga and the and the anime. Um and so like those are like literal filler, right? Like they it, like 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 the term filler is in there cuz it was like we need to fill time so that we don't overtake the manga, like we got to give akira some time to actually put out some more chapters of this um and uh and and so they did that like they, they basically put out i think it's i think it's like like eight or nine episodes like it's it's like half a season
0: yeah i think it's about nine yeah um
1: and it's and it's terrible like like this this is why it has sort of the derogatory uh intonation that it does is that like that arc is really really bad but then between uh but between the is it I'm trying to remember. When does the when does when do Goku and Piccolo learn to drive?
0: That is between uh the
1: It's between when Trunks shows between up. Between Trunks and, then, and the androids. And then yeah, the Android. The yeah.
0: yeah. It's that three and year period. Yeah. There's
1: there's like three or four episodes in there that fill in the yeah. three year period yeah. that in the, in the manga, I think just like, they just skip it. Right. Yeah. And they go, and, and Goku and Piccolo getting their driver's licenses spoilers. They don't get their driver's licenses. is one of the best episodes of all of Dragon Ball. Like it's, <laughs> it's fantastic. So it's this thing of like, on the one hand, yeah. The, the reason why we have the term filler arc is because of this, this terrible, stuff that 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 just got it I think it was just like written by the animators basically right it's like it's pretty much just fight scenes and some really bad melodrama from the villain like there yeah. is no character development there's no story um and also Goku's not in it so it's just it's Krillin and Gohan and it and they're just like outclassed the entire time and you're like I don't get how this is anything and then uh, and then and then everybody gets sucked into a portal at the end and it's like okay that's done Move on, um, but uh, it's funny because like I've just been rewatching Dragon Ball Z. I like I I just probably about a year ago started rewatching it, but in the last oh, wow. few months, I've re- like basically since like November, I've been like pretty pretty heavily rewatching it, and I'm actually now at the point of two episodes where I think I dropped off originally during the during the Cell games. So really, uh, that's where yeah. you dropped out Cell games. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, I was
0: somewhere in Bo where I was just like I still love the show but this is getting a little yeah. much for me. Uh
1: and and I'm watching the uncut version now, right? So it's 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 much better because cool. in the American dub, they get rid of all of the humor. There's nothing funny yeah. in the American dub. Yeah. Right? Like the original one for for uh, YTV and Cartoon Network, like it's 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 actually like super dull. And that's why everybody has like this, this memory of Dragon Ball Z just being like, and now we fight, right? Like, like, because they cut it down to that because when you watch the actual uncut version, or if you watch, uh, I like a, like a subtitled version, like Vegeta's a hilarious character. Like he's he's actually very funny. Um, but, but all of that is completely removed. So it's really funny that like this filler discourse is, is coming up right now when I'm like, guys, I think this is going to be the whole season. Like, like (laughs) that's my feeling is that like, not every episode is going to move the plot quote unquote forward, which reminds me of another thing that that Marie Claire has been saying a lot lately in reference to Willow, um, which is that like, characters are plot relationships are plot that is plot right right but people have this thing now that if there's not a twist or a mystery box or some big revelation or you know like like oh my god now the stormtroopers have different armor then apparently nothing is happening but like in this episode oh we got a lot we actually got a lot of information we saw a, a, a much deeper bond between Sid and the Bad Batch in this episode. Like we saw that develop. We also got a lot of information that Sid isn't ne- in, in her past has not necessarily been a person that you could trust.
0: Mm. And they warned that maybe you still shouldn't trust. But Exactly.
1: And so the, like, like that to me is like, I look at that and I go, that's a major plot development because mm-hmm. they are reliant on Sid at the moment. And Sid is very clearly reliant on them. But if that dynamic changes, is Sid going to repay the loyalty that Omega showed her in this episode? Right.
0: And
1: away. I'm inclined to believe like that, that's the purpose of this episode yes. and, and will be the purpose of subsequent stories that reinforce this, which is that like, Sid is going to be put into a position where well, we've been told already the empire is coming, right? In no uncertain terms, the empire is coming. They are expanding. They are taking over territory. That's the whole deal. It is an empire. That's how they work. I, uh, and eventually they are going to get to what planet are they on with Sid? Ord Mantel, right? Is it Ord Mantell? Yeah. I so was, like, yeah. Eventually, they're going to make their way out there. Um, and and there's going to be a moment where Sid is going to have to make a choice. Is she going to save her own skin or is she going to do the right thing? I think she's ultimately going to sacrifice herself for the Bad Batch. And it's going to be a turning point for them, right? Yeah. Of like, oh, now we're in this war, right? Because right now they're just surviving. They're still just survive, 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 right? And I think, like, that'll be the turning point towards the end of the season where it's like, okay, now we have to fight back. And mm-hmm. and, I, and I, I'll bet you anything it'll be Crosshair that pulls the trigger. Um, oh, really? Yeah, I think so. I think so, because, yeah. like, at the moment, here's the thing. At the moment, Crosshair hasn't done anything that he can't come back from. And well, in order to
0: murder some children and then innocent people in and sure, one. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But but we don't care about any of those characters. <laughs> so I mean, it's it's different sure. when we care it's different when we care about the characters, right? So like I think like they need to they they really need to like push that just a little bit further. We need to see him fall a little bit farther, um, and and really, really lose everything. Cause at the moment, the situation is that the bad batch has said to him they said at the end of season 1 like you always have a place with us like like you can always come home mm-hmm. right and that's the conflict that we were seeing in the in the solitary clone was like crosshair has this obligation to duty that the others didn't right they were they have an obligation to one another rather than to, to their to their loyalty to the empire, right? And both like the reason why that episode is bookended with the the mess hall scenes is to really reinforce it's like the mess hall and then rampart, right? It's to really reinforce Crosshair is questioning whether or not he made the right decision. Right. and that was like like Cody being in there and Cody going a wall and all of that stuff like that's all in there for that and i and I think that that crosshair is going to need to do something like that that they're going to have a hard time forgiving in order in particular omega um in order to remove that option for himself. Like he, like a self-sabotage thing. Like mm-hmm. I think that he's going to like, look at it and go not consciously necessarily, but just like, if, like, if this is always here, then I'm always going to be questioning. I'm always going to be like half in sort of thing. Yeah. And so, so he'll do it as a way to prove his loyalty to rampart. Cause I think that he's still like rampart is like, you're going to turn on me eventually. <laughs> like it's not dumb uh he knows that you can only bend the 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 read so much before it breaks right and uh, he's just testing 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 to see how far crosshair will go but i uh, i yeah like i think that they that, that crosshair in an effort to convince himself that he made the right choice will go a step further um And I don't, but I don't think that he'll kill another one of the bad batch. I think it'll be, it'll be Sid. I'm almost, I'm almost positive uh, that, that if he's going to murder anybody, that that's who it would be. And I do think that I don't think that she makes it out of, I don't think she'll make it out of this season.
0: Well, you did pinpoint accurately (laughs) predict that he was going to be like, I already took the chip out. This is really me last season and that was ridiculous that you like like with with crosshairs accuracy itself you you nailed that prediction so A, I'm inclined to uh, believe you could be onto (laughs) something and or clairvoyant. And B, you also have access to all the episodes. Ladies and gentlemen, I just want to remind you that that this could be an elaborate hoax just to be Uh, like, uh, oh, these predictions, but uh, I haven't watched any of the episodes. I haven't. haven't. Yeah, by the way, then, then, bang, bang, (laughs) boom, 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 all these predictions.
1: I haven't, uh, I, as I said on previous episodes, the reason why I haven't watched those episodes, even though I have access to them, is for this very reason. Because, like, this is the fun of the podcast, is, is speculating on this stuff. And yeah, yeah, I could absolutely go ahead and confirm all this. <laughs> Although I will say, we don't have the season finale, the two-parter, right? Right, yeah. So, uh, and and my guess would be that that's where it happens. So, uh, okay. um, yeah, like like that 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 would be that would be the appropriate place to the do this right at the of end thing, of the yeah. season. So you don't you don't think yeah, it could yeah.
0: happen as soon as the uh, the first two parter? The like the mid season?
1: I don't think so. Let's look up the episode titles and and uh, and, yeah, and we'll, we'll see. see we'll see what those are, but because um, they might give us some hints. But uh, but I don't I don't think so. The Bad Batch. I need to I bad habit i just go to imdb when i should just put into google yeah. imdb uh, the bad batch I mean. and then it'll just give you the page but uh entombed is the
0: next one episode this week. Yeah. entombed, entombed. Tribe. tribe has to be the gunji one right yeah like, it's gonna be the, that's
1: gonna be the Kashyyyk episode i'm i'm okay. i'm sure it is uh the clone conspiracy truth and consequences mm. uh, consequences costly. consequences mike Uh, and then we've got retrieval. Where is so the clone conspiracy and truth and consequences is the two parter, yeah? So maybe, maybe you, I that's it's possible. Uh, retrieval, metamorphosis, the outpost, Pabu, tipping point, the summit, and plan 99. Oh man, yeah,
0: oh man, I'm so hyped. I want to watch this. I want, I it's killing me. I want to binge this show so bad. Honestly, but because I binged Willow and it was like, I love doing this. It, yeah. it... I don't remember if we talked Willow on the last episode I was on.
1: No, you hadn't watched it yet. You hadn't
0: watched no, well, it yet. No, no, no. I, but I'm saying like, I don't remember if it was during the episode that I, I made the promise that I would watch it.
1: Oh, yeah. Uh, or yeah, if that it... was like
0: afterwards. I don't know. Because yeah. like, we talked for a while after we recorded anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So okay. So if we did say that on the episode, uh, I will go on record saying, uh, Michael Cohen was correct. Go watch Willow. I have no emotional ties whatsoever to the original film, and it was probably keeping me. Really, the the only reason that kept me from watching it is because I I really didn't care about the movie, and I didn't really feel like rewatching it. Uh, that show perfectly described again by Mike by saying it is a D and D campaign written really, really well, where everybody in the game is just really awesome and having fun. The, yeah. I, I love that show. It was so much fun.
1: Yeah. It's i uh, yeah. I mean, look, i I've, every podcast I've been on yes. every podcast I've done for <laughs> the last month and a half has just been me going like, I, you know, everybody should really be watching Willow. And the, the ironic thing about that is that I said that I was going to do weekly Willow, episodes like review episodes and i didn't but mm-hmm. i i but i am recording i actually this wednesday i'm recording with ty black from wit and folly and we're gonna do like a season one deep dive um and the 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 behind the scenes documentary comes out on wednesday as well so we'll uh we'll we will both have just watched that uh. and uh, i have i'm sure a lot to say. I mean, like, I already have a lot to say. I <laughs> uh, mostly about the costumes. I've been drawing all of the characters, yeah, and studying their, awesome. their costumes. Thank you. They're looking great. Um, and man, this show Willow, like the the costume designer, uh, Sarah Young, I think, is the costume designer's name. It's the first time she's been like the like like a, she's been an assistant costume designer um roles like that in the past on on pretty big stuff i mean like on uh, i think on one of the avengers movies like maybe it was civil war i can't remember but like like uh, some marvel stuff like like some really big stuff um and then and she, this is like her first thing where she's like the lead uh costume designer and just like knocked it out of the park with these costumes because they wear the same costumes from the moment from the beginning of the quest till the end of the season they wear the same outfits but they they like take off parts of the outfits and over the course of the season they actually like their looks transform yeah. and like visually they become very different characters so last night i just started a rewatch cuz crystal hadn't watched it with me so um cause I watched the first four episodes with the screeners that I had. So I had to watch them by myself. And so it's just been like, like it was like, Oh, we gotta go back and rewatch them. We, we just haven't had time. Um, I finally got her to sit down and watch it with me last night and going back and watching the first episode, like two months after having seen it and like knowing where the characters end and everything <laughs> seeing the, the, the way that they look at the beginning of the season versus the way that they look at the end of the season. It's like, And yet they are wearing the same clothes. It's so genius. It's so genius. And, and in the middle of the season, there's an episode where everybody kind of has a little bit of like a different vibe. I don't want to spoil anything. Right. But like, there's like, there's an episode where like the, 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 the mood changes, the, the, the chemistry of the atmosphere uh, changes and all of the characters sort of take on sort of a different, it's just a different vibe, right? And uh and yet it's all the same, it's the same clothes that they're gonna wear that they were wearing previously and they're gonna wear all the way to the end. So um just really, really genius stuff. So I'm gonna talk a lot about that on the podcast for sure. Uh but yeah. Um I oh my god, what a great show. It's so good, you guys. It's so good. Yeah, it really you, makes
0: you converted four people in that one conversation because I, I watched well, it, it and yeah. then I I insisted that my fiance tried it because she really likes D and D and then she really loved it. And I happened to be talking to Carla Claire from Wampa's lair. And I was like, yeah, dude, it's really good. Cohen's right. Like it's, it's really good. He's like, all right, I'll watch it. He's been, Cohen's been saying it for a while and then he watched it and he loved it. So like, yeah. then now he's on his second rewatch and he was saying the same thing about you. Like, Oh my God, going, watching through it again. in the same time."
1: And then Kyle also
0: watched it and he really liked it. Like, Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I, uh, it's, 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 it's viral. It's like, uh, to, yeah. to to reference a, a, another show that's happening right now. It's like a fungal. Oh, infection. Oh man. Taking that's over. another one. Um, that show's awesome.
0: Yeah. Last of us is so good already. It's so
1: good. It's so good. I, uh, man, Anna Torv, come on, put her in everything. I, <laughs> uh, she's so good. What is, she's such an underrated actor. Like fringe is one of my favorite shows of all time. Like, like it's, fringe is so good and it's been large parts of her uh she don't tell me
0: this i haven't seen it i don't i don't i can't i can't do this again (laughs) i can't i can't binge the show in 24 hours again
1: oh you couldn't binge fringe is like five seasons like (laughs) and it's like and it's old school tv right so it's it's they're like 22 episode seasons oh man i i think maybe there's a writer's strike season in there if okay. I'm remembering correctly. So there's like a, there's it's one 13 episode season, but fringe. Yeah. Fringe is forever ago, dude. Wow. Yeah. But I, uh, uh, one of my all time favorite shows. I, I, but yeah, are we talking about bad batch right now? Is that is obviously, that what this podcast is? I um,
0: mean faster that episode? Yeah.
1: Yeah, sure. I, I, let's talk about Ben Schwartz a little bit. And that's just okay. to say that Ben Schwartz is the best. Uh, I love him every time he shows up in anything. Um, maybe most notable for people, it would be like uh, uh, John Ralphio on Parks and Rec. I think that's where most people first encountered Ben Schwartz. If you watched the After Party, he was the, I, 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 man. It's, I can't remember exactly what his storyline was. I think he was like a, like a fake tech billionaire or something like that. I, I, and I, he's, his, his episode was the musical episode. I remember that. Um, And he was really good in that. But for me, Ben Schwartz <laughs> is the best as Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, he's, he's the voice of Sonic in the movies um, he is also the voice of the blue one in Ducktales, uh, which is Dewey. Come on, I know their names. I, uh, I, and he's also Leonardo in uh, uh, Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, is he which, really? Yeah, and here's the thing. Here's another one, criminally underrated. I criminally I haven't on my underrated,
0: and I, I am was. That's another one that I almost started recently. I was like, oh, the art style for this looks really cool. I really want to sit down and check this out.
1: Yeah. I did um, not know he was he was
0: Leo. That's awesome.
1: It's a very different take on the turtles. It is much more yeah, comedic. Yeah, it's I, much more like sort yeah. of adventure time, absurdity sort of thing. But the animation is unbelievable. Awesome. Oh, man. Uh, awesome. Especially the season two finale is like some of the coolest stuff that's ever been put on screen in the history of ever. Um, The movie was awesome. Yeah. Rise of the TNT is so
0: good. What, what is first? Is it the movie or the series?
1: It's the series. The movie, the movie is the end. So it, it, it didn't quite get canceled. They basically, instead of doing the final season, they, they put it into a movie. Gotcha. Um, All right. Well,
0: that's cool. At least they, they got their chance to.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They, they closed it out. They closed it out. All right. Yeah, man, Rise of the TMNT is so so good. I, but yeah, I mean, he just and the Teo is is another. He's another blue character. Uh, If you if you look at uh, Ben Schwartz's IMDb, it's just like he he voice acts and plays these blue characters. It's everybody's the Eiffel 65 song. Yeah, Um, but he's just like he the great thing about Ben Schwartz is that like, you can have him come in and play a character like Teo, who's like, so not important to the plot and yet <laughs> such a standout. And I, I, I know that there are people out there who are like, Oh, this character was so annoying. And it's like, well then you just don't get it. Like you just yeah. don't get it. Um, cause yeah, I, I just found that he was fantastic, but, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I how do you, yeah, I was I was, was a big was a, fan.
0: Yeah, of course. How can how can you not like be entertained by Ben Schwartz being yeah. a pompous yeah. droid? Like I I don't like as soon as it happened, I recognized his voice and then I I was yeah, I'm on board. This is amazing. I was I was upset that he was definitely not underutilized because, you know, the character served the purpose that it served, but like I would be so happy if, like, next episode, they just had him like sitting in the back, and Tech is like fiddling with him or something. Yeah, and he yeah, just yeah. becomes like he, not necessarily an, an important character, but he's like a recurring character that is like those the like the um the aqualish and what was the other like Bart uh, like the the normal
2: the, the hammerhead
0: in the bar hammerhead yeah. yeah um like just hanging out in the bar just chilling out in the bar every once in a while has a throwaway line. Or whatever.
1: <laughs> it, w- it would be fantastic if that bar is just ends up being like a collection of like broken characters Please. that the bad batch has encountered because they've got, cause AZ is there now and we've got the, the we've got Walrus man and hammerhead. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, uh, cause they're, they are designed after the, the Kenner cantina figures, right? Mm-hmm. Like the, the original 1977, or I have seventy-eight uh action figures for those characters. But uh Yeah, I I characters I mean we know Pondababa and then later Moma nadon was the Hammerhead, but that's not who those guys are. Those guys are Walrus Man and Hammerhead. Right. Uh, but uh yeah, like like I, I, w- I would love that if like the bar is just slowly filled with with like characters that they've encountered, and, like like just orphans that they've brought home, <laughs> it's just the uh, the Sid's halfway house for uh, wayward Star Wars characters. And you know,
0: speaking of aliens, um, this is something that I know someone on Reddit said it, so I can't take credit for this observation. But I actually really liked it. Um, so th- what was what was the name? Malegi? Ernie Hudson's character. Maleg- something yeah, like something
1: it was something like that.
0: Um, I really liked that his little crew was because Malegi was a sequel trilogy alien. And yeah. then he had a Trandoshan and a gamorian guard. So original trilogy. And yeah. then the last guy was a little, um, I don't remember what species he was, but he was one of the pod racers. I don't think it was team Topagalese, Cause wasn't that uh, like, like hold fast. Yes. Okay. The, yeah. Yes. So it was cool that there was a prequel and o- o- PT, and ST alien in that little, yeah in that i just thought that was a neat little like oh that's cool yeah i like seeing that like blending it together a little bit
1: the wonderful thing about bad batch and the animated stuff is that um we get to have we get to have all the aliens in animation yeah and it's like my only real legitimate complaint certainly my my biggest complaint about andor is that it was just a bunch of people in outer space right like like there were very few aliens and the aliens that we got were mostly just a guy with some makeup on and i i obi-wan at least had the on the the neon planet well we had like the dinosaur guy and like there was Mm. there was some cool so yeah and we had the 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 mole man right like there were there were some cool aliens in in uh in obi-wan but but even still a lot of humans and a lot of like near humans right um i just like i really like it when star wars gets funky like the cantina is for sure iconic Jabba's palace is iconic. And the reason why is because they are just these bananas <laughs> locations full of all of these monsters and and aliens and all sorts of cool stuff. And they just like the live action stuff has ju- it just hasn't they lived refuse. up to that.
0: They refuse. And it's so frustrating. Yeah.
1: I would say Book of Boba Fett actually does yeah, the best because they we're on Tatooine. Awesome. We've got Gamorreans. Sure. We've got a Wookiee, right? Like, like uh, we've got the Pikes. Like, they uh, lots of Twi'leks, right? Like, there, there, there are lots of aliens in in that. But, um, what was the name of the casino bar? In, in Book of Boba Fett. In Book of Boba Fett, I was it something Oasis? Yeah. Wasn't okay. The character's name. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. But yeah, like like I I. Oh man, when are we getting, like, I know, like I say this, I've said, I think I've said this on every episode since we've been back book of Boba Fett gets this bad rap and everybody acts like it wasn't good, but like you guys, black chrysanthemum was a main character. Like he was a central (laughs) character in that show and he was amazing. He ripped that dude's arms off or one of the arms off, right? Like I actually just rewatched that scene like three hours ago. That's it, awesome. I just, it, <laughs> it actually like with every day that passes, I actually get a little bit mad that people were as hard on that show as they were because like, yeah, was it, it did it do what it said on the tin. No, it was not necessarily a show only about Boba Fett. It was not the book of Boba Fett. It was, the, the book of, of Boba Fett and his friends, right? Like they, they should have just called it Boba and friends. Uh, it's like, it's like when you tune in for Garfield and you're like, well, who's this pig guy? What what is happening here? Why is, why are, why are we on this farm? These are not the characters that I showed up for. I want to see Garfield mail normal to Abu Dhabi. I, and, and for some reason I got a pig and a duck and whatever happening on this farm. I, I, that's that uh but that's just for the bit i actually love every character in garfield and friends uh, but I, uh, i but you know my point is still made like you know when when you show up for garfield and uh and 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 then you're stuck hearing about these animals on a farm it's a little bit like come on man but at the same time there's some super rad stuff in book of Boba Fett. And everybody acts like it wasn't rad. Like, everybody, like, I don't
0: I, know. I, I definitely have a lot of issues with that show.
1: Yeah.
0: But like man, every week there was something that I was like, that's awesome. Like if, if I wish I could go back in time and show half of this stuff to baby Joe Hogan. Yeah. He would be, he would not care about anything that I have a problem with. And that's what I keep trying to remind myself that like, yeah. if I could see this as a kid, yeah. this is all I would, all I would be drawing for that entire week is Boba Fett hanging out with Tusken Raiders. Yeah, like,
1: yeah. No, oh, hey, no. hey, hey, all silver Boba Fett gets an all silver and one star fighter. <laughs> that's all <laughs> right, that's yeah. tricked out with like a bigger engine. Oh <laughs> and then people are like, this show's, it's there's, it's lame and it's like i don't know what show you're watching because i remember i remember seeing mando build his own starfighter and then fly it around and it's got a little little gunner pit for for grogu in it like I mean, come on get out of
0: honestly here. that was probably my favorite thing of the entire series though single dad mando episode was I, I yeah i loved it from the start to finish that episode and the fact that he said wizard It's like oh oh my god this validates everything in my prequel (laughs) love right now
1: it feels so good the (laughs) moment the moment when he's trying he goes to get on the the space bus and the guy's like you can't take those weapons on the space bus (laughs) and and he's gotta like unequip all of his gear um it's just like yeah it's so good and but people want to complain about that stuff. And then I'm like, this is the point. Yeah, whatever. This all, and like this ties back into this episode of bad batch because people are like filler episode, filler episode. And it's like, no, this is what we want. <laughs> Again, think about yourself as like an eight to 13 year old kid and be like, I, they basically took the pods off the pod racers and put guns on them instead, like give them guns and shields and then it, like yeah you're right it's mario kart right like this is star wars <laughs> mario kart i i make the game guys like just hit publish oh, man please i i it's a it's a license to print money but... super bomb
0: bad racing don't you yeah. remember that it
1: worked out really well last time <laughs>
0: um <laughs> they do a better but, job this time yeah
1: i th- i'd hope that they would do a better job now but yeah like it, it just when i think about saturday morning cartoons when we were kids uh and the stuff that i would watch and think was awesome and then i compare it to this it doesn't mean that the stuff that we were watching as kids wasn't awesome because a lot of it was i mean spider-man x-men gargoyles right like there was there was rad stuff even the godzilla series so good so many good cartoon series i uh, but like these shows are so well produced They, we all like the the entire community just looks the gift horse in the mouth every week, every week, and I'm like, I don't know. I think that could have been better. And it's like, are you (laughs) joking with me right now? (laughs) Because yeah, like (laughs) Ernie Hudson is a character in Star Wars. You guys, that's what we got. (laughs) We got Ben Schwartz and Ernie Hudson in the same episode. Like, I was sitting there like, this is this is unfair. And it's unfair in the sense that, like, I don't deserve this. You guys like, I don't, I didn't do anything to deserve this. And then it's like next week, I don't know. We're just going to get something else. Cool. I'm that next week, this week. Right. It's, it's Monday night right now. We're basically 24 hours away from, from another episode, just a little bit over 24 hours away from another episode and it's and and it's going to be another cool episode of TV. <laughs> like it's going to be good. And then Mando's coming. And it's just like the rest of this year. We've got Ahsoka. We've got Skeleton Crew. We don't even know anything about that show. But like come on. It's the Spider-Man crew making a Star Wars show about kids in space. Uh uh I'm like it's going to be good. It's going to be good. It's like people are just so ungrateful it's just this culture it's just everybody wants to criticize yeah and i don't know here we are on a podcast and i guess that that's like our job too but for me it's like i think actually we've been pretty good this episode all we've done we've griped about other people griping about yeah, it but true. like oh all you and i have done is be like I don't know. I thought it was a pretty cool episode. They did the racing. Was it, did it like blow my mind? Did it like, did it force me to rethink the way that I see star Wars? No, not every episode needs to do that. We get so damn spoiled. Andor was so good that it was like, it's like, you, you, it's like going to to, I don't know, like Chipotle, right. And getting a burrito every week. And you're like, This Chipotle burrito is really good. I really enjoy this Chipotle burrito every week. And then you go to like an actual (laughs) Mexican restaurant and you have some actual Mexican food, right? And then you go back to the Chipotle and you're like, this is trash now, right? Like that attitude (laughs) of like, this is garbage. It's like, no, no. Literally unedible. I'm going to come back
0: every week and eat it anyway.
1: Yeah. Like you still like you, it's nothing changed about Chipotle. You just got to go to a really nice restaurant for a few weeks. And now you're just back to Chipotle and that's fine. It's fine. You liked it before you were very happy with it before until you had this other thing. And now you're going to be ungrateful that you got to go to the nice restaurant. Like it's, it's almost insulting to the nice restaurant that you're like, all restaurants should be this nice because it takes it away from the nice restaurant. Cause if all restaurants <laughs> were that nice, then they would just all be restaurants. You know what I mean? Like, like we have to, we have to reserve the ability for things to be exceptional. <laughs> right? Like, and like the very definition of that is that it is the exception Right. For something right. to be exceptional, it has to be different from the rest of it, which means that the rest of Star Wars is probably going to be good. And then the comics are going to continue to suck. They're not good, guys. They're very bad. <laughs> but like that's fine because some people they want to read the comics every week and they're going to be happy with the comics and that's what they're there for and and uh, like they like they're down with it, whatever. I'm sure that like some people probably feel the same way about, about things about star Wars that I like, like I'm looking over and I see, I've got these, um, Oh, what do they call them? The, the new, they're the, they're action fleet, right? Like they're the new, the new action oh, fleet yeah, sure. star Wars toys. Um, they're pretty, and there new. are some, they're, <laughs> they're, they're awesome. Cool. I've got, I have the Jedi starfighter. I have Obi-Wan's Jedi starfighter Cause they just did a soak as I think as well, but I have Obi-Wan's I have Luke's X-Wing and I have the millennium Falcon i which i'm so pissed (laughs) because the week after we got back from disneyland they announced that they were doing or maybe not the week maybe it was like a month after we got back from disneyland they they like showed off that disneyland has an exclusive millennium falcon that's the Uh, smugglers run millennium falcon uh, it's it's got the square dish it comes with chewy i oh man what's hondo's droid oh i don't know but I, got, I know what you, mean, you know yeah. you know him to see him right he's got like yeah. the, the paint yeah. job on him and, and and hondo hondo and vi are the little like the little mini figure guys that come with it and i'm so pissed i'm so pissed that like they didn't have that when i was there and like <laughs> i've got i have the much inferior regular millennium falcon that's uh. just got han leia chewbacca and obi-wan and i'm like whatever why does it have obi-wan
0: han leia chewbacca and obi-wan and not, i know right what a weird it's not a, like I don't, or not luke instead of yeah Leo.
1: yeah all right. um yeah it's a very it's a very weird assortment because it's it's all a new hope right okay. and it's like why wouldn't you why wouldn't you have luke instead of obi-wan because then at least you've got yeah strange. escape from the death star right like right. yeah other than the droids like you're good but to have Obi Wan, I don't know. Maybe they've got plans for that Luke to be in. A, I guess they'll do a land speeder eventually, and Luke will be in mm-hmm. that one, right? Um, and they'll do the they'll do the escape pod, and it'll come with the droids. I uh, I and then you'll have the complete set of all of the a new hope ones. And you can be I'm happy.
0: I'm hoping for an N one, like a Mando N one. Oh my God, dude, the That's razor, the,
1: the razor crest is one of them and I almost bought it. I almost got it, but I was like, I don't know where I'm going to put this. Uh, but anyways, they're not nearly as good as the micro machines action fleet ones. Right. Cause like I was a huge fan of the action fleet. So I have a bunch of them. Yeah. Um, and these are not nearly as good. And they're like three times the expense of those. Mm-hmm. Right. even like with inflation, they're still way more expensive. Um and so there's probably some people who are like "Oh, the paint jobs aren't as good the sculpts aren't as good these aren't these aren't that great um but like for me it's like that i love them i don't know they make me happy the millennium falcon here's the cool thing about it i it has a motion sensor in it like it has like a um uh oh what's it called like the tilt sensor thing i i so when you tilt it up and when you tilt it from side to side, it makes different sound effects. It's super, oh, cool.
0: like as if it's flying,
1: as if it's flying. Yeah. Oh, so like, if you neat. want it to like to like go, like it does a different thing versus like, yeah, it's 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 a rad toy. It's super super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not gonna be everybody's cup of tea, you know. So some no. people are gonna gripe about that, but I uh, because the paint jobs aren't perfect or you know they're not 100 percent accurate or whatever i i and like i also i love the mission fleet stuff i've bought so much of the mission fleet so i've like all this obi-wan stuff from from that line uh in fact i have every obi-wan that they've done so far um i and they're like the little ones right they're like the little like two inch uh cartoony figures yeah And uh, I know that that's not for every collector. That's not what everybody's after. They want their super detailed figures or whatever. But like, I I, it's uh, people just they're just griping when something's not for them. They they get they get so upset.
0: Yeah. Instead of just taking a walk.
1: Yeah, yeah. Instead of just not acknowledging the thing, right? Like, I just I very rarely think about the Star Wars comics. (laughs) unless somebody gives me a recommendation or there's like a mini series or something like that and I look at the team and I'm like okay I can get behind this. Like Obi-Wan and Anakin was a great one. That was a fantastic comic. Mm. Um there have been really good ones. But but for the most part I think like they're bloated ongoing Marvel Star Wars comics like they're as I, I always bring up Luke fought Boba Fett in the first like in like the second volume i think of of the marvel star wars stuff and he won he beat boba fett luke skywalker baby luke skywalker with his yellow jacket not knowing how to swing a lightsaber beat boba fett And i'm just like come on it was even before this was even before they made boba fett cool again yeah and i was yeah. still like come on uh, boba's lame because he's whiny <laughs> daniel logan boba in my mind at this point but even i have to say that like there's no way that that whiny baby Luke can beat whiny baby Boba Fett. Like it's not, and it's not whiny baby Boba Fett. It's, it's, it's almost empire Boba Fett. Right. So, you know, anyways, uh, you were going to say something and then I, and then oh, I just okay. kept,
0: um, I actually really enjoy the, um, I don't know if you've read any of the IDW Star Wars stuff. They're all like little cartoony one-off like young adult stories. And, mm. you know, I'm sure a big part of it is the art style appeals to me. But yeah, like yeah. they're just fun little adventures. They remind me of like Star Wars tales. It's just like, yeah. oh, okay, cool, little adventure. No, no, like yeah. this changes the context of everything from the yeah, original yeah, trilogy. Yeah, like none of that crap. It's just like fun little one-off stuff. Which yeah, I, I, I haven't. Like. I like my anthology stories like that.
1: I haven't read any of those yet, but but they do look good.
0: Yeah, they're um, fun. They're cool.
1: Yeah. But that kind of w-
0: what you were getting at is is kind of my approach to Star Wars in general now, where it's like, Okay, if there's something you don't like, it's gonna be okay. There's gonna be another Star War in like yeah. a week. There's something else is yeah. gonna come about and you can you can try that one instead. It's okay that you don't like Bad Batch. Mandalorian's coming back. Okay, Mandal. okay, you didn't enjoy Mandalorian. Okay, well uh Skeleton Crew's coming. Okay, well Ahsoka's gonna come. There's there is no shortage of content coming out. Like, if yeah. if you didn't like Book of Boba Fett, okay, it's going to be fine. There'll be other <laughs> things that you can check out yeah. next time. let yeah. you know, take It's not like, I, you know, I was thinking back. I remember I was actually saying to my friend the other day. I was thinking back to 2005 and how sad I felt after I watched Revenge of the Sith. Because it was something that, it was like the culmination of this, like, almost, what? eight years of waiting it felt like to see all of these movies from the time it was announced to the time that it was finally completed and it was like man we're never getting any more like real big star wars stuff ever again and i remember sitting in the theater at the end of the theater just like being like bummed out that like that's it for star wars wow and i liked it (laughs) like i really liked revenge of the sith but I remember having, like, I, I vividly remember sitting in that theater thinking to myself, it's over. <laughs> like, let's say from now on, it's just going to be video games and comic books, which is cool. Like, I love that stuff. And then, like, later on, we got Clone Wars. And then later on, we got, you know, more stuff, more, more great games came out. And then all of a sudden, Disney bought Star Wars. And here we are. Now we are drowning in the stuff. For better or for worse, there are definitely pros and cons to that, but uh, needless to say, I feel like if I could look at the amount of content we were getting back then versus the amount of content that we're getting now, we are absolutely spoiled. Like, there's oh, no question hey, about yeah. it. We are so spoiled. And the oh geez, I shouldn't have said that. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. It's <laughs> okay. I gotta believe it. It's fine. Oh my I'll god. It. I'm so sorry. I'm usually so good about that.
1: <laughs> that's how annoying no, I am right now. Yeah, you get you got you got heated. I did. Uh, no, it's, it's frustrating. It,
0: it's fr- like the fan base can be so frustrating. The fan base is the best and worst part of Star Wars sometimes.
1: It really is. A hundred percent. A hundred percent that's the truth. It it it's It's this funny thing of like, in 2008, because we had nothing, Clone Wars comes along and we're like, oh my God, this is the best thing ever. And now you go back and you watch season one and you're like, Blue Shadow Virus, get (laughs) out of here with this garbage, right? Like, it's so lame. Um, But at the time we had nothing, right? And I would say like, pound for pound, Bad Batch is every bit as good as the Clone Wars. Like, it's every bit as good. Does Clone Wars have... At this point in time, more episodes that are, like, standout amazing episodes than what Bad Batch has. Yeah, Bad Batch has a season, you guys. And Clone Wars has seven. So, like, yeah, there's going to be, you know, there's there's a hundred and some odd episodes of the Clone Wars to choose from. And I mean,
0: if, we're, if we're gonna play that game, Clone Wars has a lot more flop episodes than Bad Batch has.
1: Exactly, that's exactly <laughs> what I was about to say. There's some real stinkers in, within, especially those first three seasons of Clone Wars. But even in the later seasons, season five got a couple of George's favorite episode, not oh, my favorite episode. Man. I'll tell you that. Um, <laughs> yeah, so like, like it, but but because we now have so much Star Wars. People want to look at at Mando and Book of Boba Fett, and I I you know compare it to these other things. And go, but I want like Game of Thrones, Star Wars. I want HBO Star Wars, yeah. and I'm just like personally not. That's not what I want. Andor is amazing. It's beautiful. It's such a well made show. It is undeniable, right? D- is it what i want from star wars it is such a far cry from what i want from star wars there's nothing weird about it there's nothing mm. like zany oddball there's no character in it that's like uh, th- nobody nobody has an inexplicable i'm well i guess that there there is uh, uh b2 is a little bit of an inexplicably adorable droid but like he's really <laughs> not in it that much whereas yeah. like leia's just got i i i why am i blanking on that droid's name what's her what's her little droid's name oh man my girls have it like that we bought it like we have oh, it in the no. other room um anyways oh, yeah, you guys I know what i'm talking about right like and that thing's just in there just just as like a a star Warsism of like Lola. yeah late Lola, thank you. I, I, yeah. Leia's just got this little droid, and then they use it for the plot and stuff. But, but honestly, like it's just there because they're like, well, we got to have a droid, you know, like we got to have we we got to have these things in it in order for it to be Star Wars. And I look at I look back at last year, and it's like Obi Wan for me is still the best Star Wars that I got last year. Um, even with Andor being in there, um. Unless we wanna unless we wanna really stretch and say like Willow is the best Star Wars that came out last year. <laughs> but uh God, I,
0: all of that was last year. It wasn't Book of yeah. Boba Fett, Kenobi, and Andor were all last yep. year. Yep. Holy crap.
1: Yeah, we got all of that. We got all of that. Um and this year we've got Bad Batch, we've got Mando, we've got Jedi Survivor, we've got Skeleton Crew, Star Wars Visions, yeah. Young Jedi Adventures, uh, Ahsoka, like, and there's probably some stuff that we don't know is coming this year, right? Like, yeah. there's there are still probably some surprises. Tales of
0: the Jedi last year. How the hell did Tales I forget that? Tales of the Jedi that? last year was amazing.
1: Like, yeah, people people are just ungrateful is the word for it. They are yeah, ungrateful. Anybody criticizing that Obi Wan show, I'm just like, I believe the phrase is "touch grass," like just like you <laughs> you need to go outside. First of all, there are much more important things than Star Wars. I, I know, like, shudder to believe that a Star Wars podcast is saying that there are more <laughs> important things than Star Wars, but it's the truth. I uh, certainly what's going on in the world right now, but I uh, at the same time, like. The Star Wars that we've been getting is so good. It's so good. People are just like they're just ungrateful, and I really wish that that would change. I really wish that people would just have the same attitude that I think you and I have taken up, which is just like all like not all Star Wars is good Star Wars because I don't want to like that toxic positivity thing Yeah, of like, no, true. of like. But it's just like. I don't know. Just like soften your heart a little bit. I think it's, I think it's you
0: man. It's it's not that big a deal.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like, like who cares about continuity errors or retcons or whatever? It's like, did you have fun? If you're not having fun, I don't know why you're here. Go like, go do something else. Go do something that is fun. Uh, And if all you, if all you're looking for is shows that make you sad and depressed, yeah, go like, HBO has got you covered. The last of us is fantastic. You will love it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But for me, it's like, I don't, that's not what I want. I don't want to just be sad and depressed. The world is sad and depressing enough. I really need my star Wars to be hopeful. uh, Inspirational and uh, uh, escapist and tech racing in a little (laughs) like, a sideways <laughs> like a wagon wheel like it's just that's fun it was fun it was a fun episode there was fun. <laughs> like the 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 moment in the race they 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 set it up in the first race with with tail the way that he goes out right with the 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 clamp in the back and the buzz saw. <laughs> so I'm, I'm like, give, give him the clamps uh a little futurama there i i they set that up. And then when you figure out what tech's about to do, I it's so good. It's such a great moment. When you see him, he's good. It's like, you know, exactly what he's like, Oh, they're going to do the same thing. And like, he's, he's run all the numbers. He's played the scenarios in his head and he's got a plan and he just takes them out uh, or lets them take each other out. Right. And, uh, and then wins the race. And you're like, was it as good as Anakin, you know, I, I, you know, uh, overcharging the thing and the the thing burns out and he's got he's got to reattach the little hook thing with his little clamp and whatever no like the pod race is way cooler but um but the pod race was also in a movie and it was like the pod race in the extended cut is like the entire length of this episode right that's not a joke by the way like that's not an exaggeration I think the pod race in the extended cut is almost twenty minutes long right. Like it's, it's gotta be at least like 18 minutes long. Cause in the, in the regular cut of the movie, it's like 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, so it's like 18 to 20 minutes long and an episode of bad batch is about 22 minutes. So like, no, we're not going to spend 22 minutes racing. Uh, one lap. (laughs) I guess there are three laps in the, in the, in the pod race, but I, yeah, like, I don't know. It, it was, it was great. This was a really, really good episode. And it was not crosshair contemplating the nature of his existence and his place in the universe. Um, alongside Commander Cody, who we've been asking for in something for, you know, the last three or four years. But it was still it was still a very fun, very good episode with some really standout moments. So I like Bad Batch. I think this is a very good show. It makes me happy when I watch it, unless it's an episode that's all about Crosshair, in which case I'm just, just kind of bored. But I, I just don't like Crosshair, you guys. That's what it is. Like I just don't like Crosshair. It's like get over it, dude. Um, <laughs> nobody loved me. Well, actually, your brothers all love you, but that's fine. It's just he's he's just, he's that obnoxious middle kid, you know? <laughs> okay, that's what he is. He's the one, he's right in the middle. Uh, uh, he's,
0: he's a clone, so I like him by default. I, I find yeah. something to like about all my clone boys.
1: Um, cool. I mean, I think that's it. I think that we've talked about Star Wars for an hour, and that's... <laughs> Mostly Star Wars for an hour. That's, 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 yeah. There's a Few, little bit of Willow, few right?
0: expected tangents, but... Yeah.
1: Listen, until everybody has watched Willow and they've announced yeah, season 2. True. I'm going to keep banging this drum, you guys. <laughs> I'm not going to stop.
0: Well, I'm with you. I got your back on that one because I've been I've been saying it to a bunch of people that we'll see if they bite or not, but um you you were right. You were very right about that show.
1: I am glad to hear that. It's it's funny cuz sometimes when you when when you fall in love with a show and then you start recommending it and then people come back and they're like, "Yeah, I don't know, it didn't really do it, it, was it for me." Whatever. It was fun. Yeah, and it's like it's like, I guess I'm just connecting on with this on a different level than other people. No. I can remember like John Carter is a really great example. Not a, not a show, but a movie. Like I love that movie so much. And then I would tell everybody to watch it. Cause I loved it so much. And then other people come back and be like, I don't know. It's kind of boring. And <laughs> I'm just like, it's like high adventure sci-fi fantasy. Like, I don't like, yeah, but there's like a, there's like a 10 minute scene on an elevator where they're just, where, uh mark strong is just talking at taylor kitch nothing happens i'm like yeah it's great and the people are like no <laughs> it's boring and i'm like oh okay i guess we like different things i guess that's what that is um i don't know he like he fights the 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 white apes in like and there's like two of them and they're like they're really big and they have four arms and he all he has is like a chain and he fights them and then he gets a sword and he and he uh he like you think that he lost. But then but then he like bursts through the body of the thing and he's all covered in its blue blood. And it's awesome. And then he ch- chops off Thomas Hayden Church's head. John I Carter's don't know a really what good the hell movie.
0: we're talking about. I've never <laughs> I've never. What? Have, you, have you never seen John Carter? No, I don't. I've never even heard of this movie.
1: All right, then. What uh, year is this movie from? Do I have uh, homework again this week? 2012. 2012. It was my favorite movie oh, yeah. of 2012, in fact. Oh, That's why I know oh, what year it came oh, out. Oh. Um, I mean, mission accomplished. Disney marketing buried it in order to make it a flop because it's the same year that Avengers came out. They had Avengers. They had a Pixar movie. I was it one of the Toy Stories? I think it was Toy Story 3. never
0: heard it or seen anything about this movie. What the there was, hell is this?
1: Disney had, Disney had three movies come, three other big movies coming out that year that they knew were going to be box office smashes. And in order to avoid getting hit on taxes, they, they intentionally tanked John Carter, which was supposed to be the first movie in a franchise. Right. It was like, like it was supposed to be their star Wars before they bought star Wars. I it's actually one of the reasons like John Carter tanking the way that it did is one of the things that motivated them to buy star Wars. Tron tanking was one of the other ones, which was 2010. So, but it's actually a really cool movie. I with it's got, it, it does kind of drag in the, in the second act a little bit, but I, but it doesn't matter. Cause the rest of it is awesome. It's, Taylor Kitsch should have been like the next big action star as a result, and instead, uh, nothing happened with his career. He went did True Detective season two, and everybody hated that too. And so he now he just does weird stuff and uh, military propaganda stuff a lot. But uh, you know those types of movies, the ones that yeah. are just like recruitment—they're just yeah. two-hour recruitment videos. Uh, it's weird cause he's Canadian. So uh, he's actually like, he's actually like from not far away from where I live. I, but anyways, well, I
0: see it's on Disney plus it is on Disney Plus. Uh, plus two hours and 15 minutes. All right. Maybe I can swing that in the next week. Uh, also <laughs> confusing to me. Prince of Persia was made by Disney. Cause I see that yeah. is also on Disney plus. That yeah. was,
1: that's surprising. <laughs> what? It don't let the fact that Prince of Persia is coming up when you search John Carter sway you one way or the other. With John Carter, they are not of the same quality. They are okay. not of the same. I, I God, also that Prince have of Persia watched, movie is so bad.
0: I did not see it because as soon as I saw like the first trailer, I was like, "Yeah, this is going to be another video game adaptation." Yeah. Which is why Last of Us is a miracle uh, yeah. that it's already two episodes in and amazing. Um, well listen
1: i mean we've got last of us we got the sonic the two sonic movies are both great true. movies we true. got super mario brothers coming this later this year which like it looks like it's gonna be a good one you guys i think like i'm gonna, gonna like it despite
0: one. the voice acting controversy i think you, I, it. I you know
1: what like just stop giving roles to chris pratt like i think i think that that's a <laughs> i think that's a good idea the rest of that voice cast is stellar yeah. right i mean like jack black, jack black as bowser is he's going like, to steal come the on. show
0: i can tell already yeah
1: but but chris pratt as mario and anya taylor joy as peach are just like we just want to put their names on the poster cuz they sell things mm. right but then like charlie day as luigi that's inspired that's yeah, inspired i uh, i you know who they should have gotten for mario i'm going to throw this out there and everybody's uh, going to think that i'm crazy they're uh, going to think i'm crazy but i'm going to throw this out there Jason Sudeikis, Ted Lasso, he would have been
2: uh,
1: yeah, a perfect sure. Mario. He would because he would have done the accent and he would have hammed it up. He would have gone all the way with it, but it would have been perfect. Like it would have been pitch perfect, and he would have been so good alongside Charlie Day. I think mm-hmm. like like the two of them like not that they recorded you, you know like they. Everybody recorded their lines one at a time. Yeah, on like totally in different separately. months. Which like, I there's going to be no chemistry between happen. these characters yeah. whatsoever. But, um, you remember what? Like in Disney movies, they would show like the booth, and there would be like two or three actors in there, and, and dude, you'd be like Clone oh, cool. Wars. But then, yeah, I mean, like Clone Wars is the best example of like the whole cast being in the same room. And then D. Bradley Baker playing half of the characters.
0: <laughs> Real Ghostbusters too did that. I used to watch yeah. a lot of like. There's a lot of those like behind the scenes things, and they're all just together, riffing on stuff and joking, and like, oh, like, oh man, stuff's awesome. Uh, That's why that show, those shows were so good, man.
1: Oh my god. Well, and then you've also got uh, it's Straczynski that that wrote a bunch of ghostbusters right j michael straczynski yeah i think Yeah. i i and that's why that stuff's so good like those the the writing on real ghostbusters was actually legitimately good yeah, it was real story writing writing yeah it was like yeah it's a miracle it's a miracle that that show is what it is uh those first few seasons it it, it loses it i mean like slimer and the real yeah. ghostbusters is not well that was not, a lot of network good. yeah uh you know finagling um but i you know hey so just to just because this is an animation podcast i know we're supposed to be talking about star wars but now we're on (laughs) a tangent i this whole this whole velma scooby-doo thing it so velma came out for some reason wendy's up here in canada i don't know if it's the same in the states but up here in canada the kids meals have scooby-doo like it's like a Scooby Doo <laughs> kids meal, um, really, which is weird because it's like kids aren't yeah, watching Velma on yeah, HBO an Max. Yeah, right. Yeah, but it's like the timing is, is too coincidental. But That's whatever. Funny. So we went to Wendy's a little while ago, like a couple weeks ago, and the girls got these Scooby Doo things, and they've seen the movies, they've seen the live action movies, and they've okay. seen Scoob, but they've never seen the original Scooby Doo show because it's not on anything, right? Um, and I. Uh, I, they got these toys and they're like, they're like, they're not really toys. They're like little paper cutout scenes, like uh, from episodes. And so like, we're putting these things together and they're playing with them or whatever. And they're like, this is neat. And I'm telling them about Scooby-Doo. And I, everybody's talking about Scooby-Doo on social media because of Velma. And they're talking about like, like, they're like, Velma sucks, but Scooby-Doo is actually really good. And it made me like these two things combined at the same time. It made me like, I should show the girls original Scooby-Doo. So I bought the first episode on iTunes to show them and we watched it and dude, it holds up 1969. Aww. It holds the hell up, dude. It's still so good. That's all. Awesome. And it, it's, it's actually a little bit like flabbergasting how like the first episode Is so complete. There's all of the things that when you think of Scooby Doo and you think of like, like the the chase scene and the unmasking and the Scooby snacks and like all of everything that you would expect from Scooby Doo, from any episode of Scooby Doo. It's all in the first episode. Everything is in the first episode, Mm -hmm. and then the second episode again. It's all there. Like they're they are so well constructed. It's like i don't know man it's a it's a it's it's actually it's really amazing to go back and watch them and just be like these are this is actually really really good Um, (laughs) that's cool kids kids miss out on a lot of this stuff because syndication isn't the same as it was right like i thankfully disney plus has so much of like the old marvel content with spider-man and x-men and and all the disney afternoon stuff with darkwing and rescue rangers and ducktales and and Gargoyles and whatever. There's so much of like the old '90s stuff to go back to, but there isn't really a place to go back and watch like the '60s and '70s cartoons that are like the original Saturday morning cartoons, right? Mm. And it's like uh, because I am the nerd that I am, I, my kids will be educated, so <laughs> I don't have to worry about my kids. But that. but it's just like I just think that like as a society we lose something because like I watch that stuff in syndication on like, that's the sort of thing that would be like on Sunday morning. Right. Uh, All the, all the cool new stuff was on Saturdays. Right. But then on Sunday morning up here, we had a, we have a station called YTV, um, which is like the, it's youth television. It's the kids, all kids network. Okay. Um, And uh, Scooby-Doo and stuff like that would be on there. Right. And then later we had our version of cartoon network called Teletoon and you would see it on that and that sort of thing. I I now we have Cartoon Network and everything up here as well, but I I yeah I just feel like kids are like they're they're missing out on like like they're never gonna watch like the Flintstones or the Jetsons, that's and so that weird. stuff is also so good like it's yeah. so well made it's good comedy um they're good sitcoms but but yeah people just I don't know I just leave everybody with that like go. If you've got kids, like just give them an education. Just just like get a couple of episodes of each of these old shows and just test the water and see if they're into it. Because um, we watched the one episode and then like a couple nights later, they were like, we want to watch more, <laughs> like like more Scooby-Doo. So I bought the complete series of Scooby-Doo, Where, Where Are You? Which is the original series, right? Um, and so we're, we'll go through it. We'll watch it all. And I bought com- the complete series of Ghostbusters a little while ago as well. Awesome. Which is what made me think of it. But yeah, uh, it's, it, it, I it's like I kind of want to say like they don't make them like they used to, except that they still <laughs> do because Bad Batch is like yep. so good. It's and, actual writing. Yeah. Like other there's other stuff. I mean, like, yeah. Adventure Time uh, oh. is also so well done, which is another thing that I watched with the girls and. Um. Yeah, man. People. People need to just be cool and just enjoy cool stuff and watch more cartoons. Uh, I'm
0: gonna. I'm probably gonna start watching that Ninja Turtle cartoon because I've been wanting to do it for a while and hearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That uh, you said it was pretty awesome. I'm gonna do it. it, It's. it's, It is.
1: It is a great example of you just got open your heart a little bit. It's not gonna be the turtles that you expect. No, I know. Uh, I didn't. I didn't expect
0: it to. Yeah, but it's. It's pretty different, but. Um, Yeah, it's it's very different from
1: other turtle stuff, but it's fantastic. And it's here's the thing. It's true to the core. It's true to the to the essence of what the Ninja Turtles are. There are four of them. They are turtles. They are ninjas. They are brothers. It's about family. Uh, Vin Diesel isn't in it, but you know uh, what? But it is about family
0: that you we we, and I'm not saying like you specifically, Mike, because like I do this all the time. But, like, there's this weird disclaimer that we feel like we have to warn people who are already fans of, like, (laughs) something that came before. Where you're like, no, it's going to be different. And it's like, well, yeah, I hope so. Like, a little bit, right? Otherwise, why wouldn't I just go watch that other? Because so many people are just like, this isn't the thing that I like. Okay. That thing existed already. You watched it and you loved it. That already. That came and went that had its chance now it's time for a different take on it otherwise why the hell even bother
1: yeah and we live in the era of digital content at our fingertips (laughs) so you're so i'm like i'm talking to the girls about scooby-doo and i can literally just go on my phone and buy an episode of scooby-doo to watch right like it's just and i didn't even need to buy it guys i did that because i just as an artist who likes to get paid for their art, I like to support (laughs) other artists. And I know that like at this point, the artists who did Scooby-Doo probably aren't getting too much. I mean, the royalties are royalties and they're going to get their seven cents from my purchase somewhere (laughs) within the next six months. But I like, like I just, I just believe in like buying, like paying for the content. Mm. Um, But you could just go on YouTube and find full episodes of Scooby-Doo. I, I, but yeah, like it, it just—it's so accessible, and it's not—it's not always gonna be for you, right? It's there's the, I uh, I is it? I think it's I think it's Freddie Prince Jr. I can't remember if it's Freddie Prince Jr. or Sam Whitwer. It's one of the two of them. One of their like great internet rants about Star Wars. I think it's Freddie Prince Jr. talking about like like that was your Star Wars and and the prequels were another generation Star Wars and you're mad about that and now this new Star it was Freddie Prince Jr. because it's the one where he's like yeah I think so. where he says like you're just mad that Han Solo gave the Millennium Falcon to a girl <laughs> he's so I love it, he is one of the people one of those like Star Wars people that it's like if I ever get the chance to meet him in real life I'm be like look I know that this is uh, inappropriate for me to ask, but like, can I just give you a hug? Just because <laughs> you're just—I mean, he's he's my third favorite Star Wars character of all third and fa- second favorite Star Wars character of all time. Wow. I I because it's Obi Wan, Kanan, and then Poe. Like those are like those are my three guys for Star Wars. Um, and then Ray and then Darth Maul. That's my top five. I uh, and Sam Witwer's another guy where I'd be like, can I can I just can I just please give you a hug and thank you for. <laughs> For I uh, I taking a character that I actually kind of disliked and turning him into one of my favorites. He's my favorite villain in all of Star Wars. I uh, and yeah, without without Sam Witwer, that doesn't happen. Um, but yeah, like I love it when Freddie Prince Jr. gets all fired up about Star Wars, and he's like, <laughs> "Look, I know what I'm talking about because Dave Filoni taught me, and George Lucas taught him, so I know what I'm talking about." He's so good. <laughs> You're just mad because Han Solo gave the money fucking to a girl, and he's right. They are just mad because Han Solo gave money fucking to a girl. I, uh, I don't know what we were talking about anymore.
0: Uh, we were talking I... about
1: the episode faster
0: of the Bad Batch. Yeah, Okay, cool.
1: <laughs> I, I Ninja Turtles is the best example of like, this is not like this one's not for you. Right, like of like uh, every hey, hey, you don't like this iteration. We got a new iteration of the turtles coming, by the way. The the um, I I oh man, what's it called? This new movie that's coming out, the Seth Rogen produced one. Um, I've got the poster. Ooze, right? Ooze something. Yeah, give me give me one second. I'll bring it up. Uh, it is. Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. Teenage Mutant you Ninja May- Turtles I, Mutant I Mayhem. Mutant and the, the, the character designs have leaked and, and I anticipate there being a lot of people who are oh, like, really? who are uncool with the I'll send them to you. Um I, but like this is the great thing about the Ninja Turtles. You don't like this iteration in the Ninja Turtles? Just wait five minutes. Don't yeah. worry. No, don't worry. Not. Like they, these these things come at such a clip nowadays that it's like relax. <laughs> we we there'll be new ninja turtles before you know it. Um and and you know like some kids are going to love these ones more than they love the other ones and Rise is a whole generations version of the ninja turtles but like being a turtles fan from um the moment that I can remember I I I talk about it a lot. One of my very first memories is sitting with my dad watching the first episode of Ninja Turtles and eating cereal, like eating a bowl of cereal, which explains a lot about who I am, where I am in my <laughs> life and like what I do and what I do with my girls, like how I, how I raise them. Right. Um, but yeah, like it, it I have been there for every step of, of the journey with the Ninja Turtles and what you said about like, like it th- like that already exists. And also yeah. here's the other thing. Your nostalgia is making you think that some of that stuff is better than it is. Yeah. Because as good as the real Ghostbusters is, those first three seasons of real Ghostbusters, the first two seasons of Ninja Turtles, not actually that great. Not actually that great. <laughs> like like the jokes are not funny, you guys. Raph, like looks right down the barrel of the camera and says some real stinkers every episode two or three times. They're not funny jokes. <laughs> uh, I and like there are there are still some standout things, and obviously Ninja Turtles is Ninja Turtles, but um but we have Rose colored glasses about a lot of that stuff I i and it's it's just funny to me that people will like die on that hill of like these aren't my ninja turtles and it's like oh no actually they're kind of they're better written and the animation's a million times better than that but that's fine whatever i i love that that
0: michelangelo has braces in this design and and, and,
1: i love that yeah and donnie's got glasses Oh, I um, didn't even know that. That's cute. I like, which these. is, these I, th- cool. that's a thing. This, I think this will be the first other than the, yeah. the most recent live action. I, I guess the, the, the live action turtle, the, the Bay turtles. I, uh, not that Michael Bay actually had much to do with that, but. <coughs> um, that Donatello wore glasses over his bandana. And at first I w- it was one of those things of like, I'm not a big fan of this um but actually like i did a version my own version of the turtles last year i think and i didn't get donatello doesn't have a bandana at all i just gave him a pair of purple glasses i, I and i actually quite i quite love the concept of donatello having glasses on over his bandana like He's i think that got, that's fantastic
0: in this image i just sent you at least like i don't know if this is official or not but it, it he has a little buck tooth in this, yeah. and I'm like, oh, I love it. I don't and know, he, just like a little extra. Ner- oh, I love it. He's so nerdy. That's in awesome. the in the
1: in the 2012 Turtles. He has the gap, right? He's he's got the yes. The, the, yes. the gap teeth. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it's fun. like uh, again, so cool. the only thing that matters is the essence. It's not like yeah. Star Wars. Star Wars is this weird thing where, for some reason, we're beholden to this continuity. And like, there's no, there's no messing with it, except for star Wars visions uh, and the Lego stuff. That's what, but that's why I love the Lego stuff so much. I mean, go back and listen to me talk about the freemaker adventures and all of those episodes. I like freemaker adventures is some of the most fun that I've had with star Wars in the last 10 years. Uh, It's, it's, it's one of my favorite animated things. I, uh, it's like, I would say like it's star Wars rebels and then it's freemaker adventures after that, which people will be like, what are you talking about? And it's like it's very, very good. There is an episode where Darth Vader gets to fly an N one Starfighter, and <laughs> he says that it's wizard. So uh, Mando actually got their second. Uh, yeah, no, like I like it when we can play with stuff, and it's like I really wish that Star Wars detours would come out. I wish that they would release that because that's a good example of like playing with the license, doing something different. But yeah, anyways. This is one of those things we, I tried to end this episode like 20 minutes ago.
0: I kept prolonging things. I'm sorry. No,
1: it's, this is just what happens. Look, I, there are probably people who stopped listening at that point, but then there are also people (laughs) who are still listening at this point. And I want you to know if you're still listening at this point, like that you are the actual audience for this podcast and those people who left, that's fine there's i'm not mad at them at all by any stretch of the imagination they're just missing out on all of the extra joy that that we produced uh at the end of this episode talking about scooby-doo and ninja turtles (laughs) turtles on this star wars podcast at this point at this point and i know that every episode is somebody's first episode when it comes to podcasting but at this point if you are here then you should know this is that this is what this show is. Okay, we're gonna start, and we're gonna talk about Bad Batch, and I think we covered this episode. We did the job, all right. <laughs> we, we, everything that we were supposed to do, we did it. We talked about all of it. Uh, we didn't mention the Mantel mix. There you go. I just mentioned it. Now we've now for, we've officially or, done for the uh,
0: the Nerf Nuggets either. <laughs>
1: yeah, we did it. We talked about everything there was to talk about in this episode. And then we also talked about Scooby-Doo and Ninja Turtles. So, you know, and Willow. We talked about Willow a lot. Willow is at least Star Wars adjacent. But anyways. Uh, Now we will actually stop. We're going to (laughs) actually stop the episode. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, We'll be back next week with the episode Entombed. Is that what it was? Entombed? Uh,
0: Yes, Entombed is next week. yeah. Yeah well next week man next week tomorrow (laughs) yeah uh
1: and i think and i think we should we should all be back next week i don't think that there's any scheduling Uh, issues at this point right so i so yeah hopefully we're, we're all on it and uh and hopefully joe has watched john carter and rise of the teenage mutant ninja turtles and then we can talk about that as well about not uh, entombed about everything but entombed it's all there's almost a case for like you and i need to just record two podcasts on monday nights where we need to just like like we'll record bad batch with kyle and then kyle can leave and go go be a normal human being and then you and i just need to talk about cartoons and the Nitty tv Gray, shows yeah. And so. yeah whatever for another hour but I uh, that's it Thank you guys for listening. Thank you. Especially if you listen all the way to the end, all the way here. Uh, we love you. Like, I and I don't, I don't think we say that enough, Joe. We, we love you guys. Thanks we for do. listening. <laughs> we'll be back next week. Bye. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Looks like Bad Batch is blasting off again.
1: Follow Rebel Cells on Twitter and Instagram at Rebel Cells and on Facebook at Rebel Cells Podcast. You can support the podcast in three ways. First, by going to the podcast service of your choice, leaving a rating and review to help others find the show. Second, by heading to store.thunderquack.com to pick up some merch. And last but not least, by heading to patreon.com thunderquack and kicking in with your monthly pledge of support, to get cool rewards like exclusive podcasts and more.